Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. I'm so excited to welcome Kelsey to the podcast today. Hi, Kelsey. Hi. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. What is your question for me today? Um, My question is, how do I come to terms with my last baby um, entering toddlerhood? I have... I have three kids, um, and my youngest is just turning 18 months. So he's starting to hit those milestones where it's like, he's not a baby anymore. Yeah. And so I'm leaving that phase of my life, that childbearing phase of my life. And um, I feel like I'm uh, like a little extra sad about it. Like, mm. I want to have more joy with the milestones than I am having. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, like, as your your youngest is getting older, you're not able to celebrate the milestones because of the sadness that you're feeling? A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still have like joy for him, but I feel yeah. like there's more sadness there than than I want to have. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me more about the sadness and and what what you are losing. Like what's what's the loss? Um I think part of it is just like having to reconcile the reality of this is what my life and this is how it panned out versus just like sort of the dream version, if Mm. that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Um, I didn't like all three of my kids. I had really difficult births with and Mm -hmm. really, really difficult um, recoveries. So I didn't really get enough. I feel like (laughs) if Mm -hmm. that makes sense, I didn't get enough of the newborn cuddles. I didn't feel like I, um, it didn't pan out how I expected it. Okay. To. Yeah. Yeah. So you expected what? What did, What was your dream? <sighs> I guess I expected um, less stress and to just have had a peaceful experience and yeah. been able to hold them more than I got to and things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you're grieving some expectations of what this motherhood and birth experience was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that that's totally normal? Yeah. I I tell myself that. (laughs) But it doesn't feel like that probably, right? No. Yeah. I guess I feel like a little bit guilty for feeling sad, which is just like probably too many emotions to layer on together. But yeah. Yeah. So I want to help maybe alleviate some of that guilt and just say, you know what? What you're expressing is really common, especially for women who've had really difficult, complicated births and and recoveries. There's a loss because we kind of paint this bliss of like, oh, newborn, and you're just gazing into your baby's eyes and you're, you know, and you didn't have that. Yeah. So it's it's totally normal to be sad about it. Is it normal? Um, like one thing I feel like is maybe not normal is I feel like I'm sad when I'm seeing like, you know, scroll Instagram and see other people's newborns mm-hmm. or other people with newborns. And I just have that little bit of regret when I'm having 
like in proximity to that. That sounds totally normal to me, given what you're expressing. It's highlighting the fact that you didn't have that. It's just like seeing someone's redecorated kitchen. You're like, oh, my kitchen's not redecorated. That (laughs) that stinks, you know? It's just a reminder of your loss. Yeah. And so that's that's okay. I mean, where I would be concerned is like, does it impact you for days after that? Does it bring you down? You know, how how are you able to kind of bounce back from that? Yeah, I think I'm in a much better place with reference to that than I was in the past. Um, I had, when he was about six months old, I wasn't bouncing back. And so I did see a therapist for a little while to try to get over the birth trauma part of it. Um, And so maybe that is part of it is I'm wondering like, is this, am I to like a normal threshold now from where I was? Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like (laughs) it. And what I want to encourage you to do, Kelsey, is to honor the sadness and the loss. Yeah. And feel it and cry and be sad about it. And then also allow yourself to feel the joy of what's happening now. Yeah. That you can have joy and sadness together. Yeah. (laughs) A revelation. Yeah. It could be both at the same time. Right. We kind of think, well, it's either this or that. But I I think of putting my arms around like all the feelings that you can own all of the feelings. Yeah. I like that. That is helpful to think of it that way. Yeah. That you don't have to pick like, oh, I have to be sad or I have to be all joyful. No, you can be a mixture of whatever comes up. I think I I have another kind of question yeah. attached to that. I feel like another like element is that I feel like um, growing up in the LDS church, I feel like so much emphasis was put on this phase of my life, on the childbearing phase, on the raising new kids phase. Yeah. And even though I feel like I can personally like look at my future life and look forward to it, and you know, I have I have meaningful things waiting for me. Mm-hmm. I guess it just feels like. I don't know. It's almost like stepping into the unknown. Like I have looked forward to this moment of my life mm. for so long that it feels like, like <laughs> what's next? Be as meaningful? Am I going to have as many, you know, connect as deep a connection with my kids or um, as spiritual of a, an experience with parenting and things like mm-hmm. that? Yeah. So, so kind of what's what's next? Like this was kind of all I thought about. <laughs> yeah. A little and, now, bit. <laughs> and now I'm wrapping this part up. The having babies is wrapping up, right? Yeah. 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 And so what is this next phase going to look like? Yeah. Right? And the cool thing is, is you have a lot of control in what this looks like. Yeah. Not but... entirely because you can't, <laughs> you know, control your kids, but you have a say. So what do you want this next phase to look like? What sounds good and fun and healthy to you? I'm not sure. Um, I own a business, so I would like to be able to focus on that. I'm looking forward to, you know, as my kids get older, Mm -hmm. being able to have a little more, (laughs) more time to focus on it. Yeah. Um, But I think Yeah, I think I'm having a hard time figuring out what I want the future to look like. I know that like connection with my kids is really important to me. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm worried I 
won't know how to do that as they get older. <laughs> mm. So tell me more. Why why are you worried about that? Like, where does that come from? Um, I think part of it is that they've both recently, um, like one's been diagnosed and one's showing signs of ADHD. Um, mm-hmm. And we're starting to really struggle with it. Okay. And so I guess I just, it does feel like a, I'm stepping onto a path that I haven't walked before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what parenthood is. <laughs> yeah, it's just true. A, a path always that we've, you know, it's, it's new, always new. Every day is different and every phase is different. And so you're not going to know how to do everything well, because this is where you're learning it. Yeah. Right. You're in, yeah, school, that makes sense. you're in parenting school, not like you've mastered <laughs> it, you know? Yeah. You know what? That's true. I remember with my first, I felt that way when he was a baby and I guess I've gotten used to like, Oh, I know how to do this now, yeah. but now, you're now we're moving phase. into a new phase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so give yourself some grace about that. Like, yeah, this is new. This isn't what I expected. And we're going to figure this out together. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I used to always tell people, you know, I'm just, I'm new, I'm new to motherhood. So that's why I'm just learning. And I guess I'm still, I'm new to motherhood to a nine-year-old. So yes, exactly, exactly. And it'll be new as a teenager. And guess what? Even with your last one, it'll be new because you've never parented that child through that period. And kids are all really different. Yeah. And so I guess letting go of the expectation that you're going to always feel confident about what you're doing as a parent, like most of the time you'll be like, I hope this is the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've been feeling a lot like that a lot lately. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's good to hear. It's just sort of the the job. (laughs) It's just, yeah, it's like on the job training and it changes for every kid. And so you'll get more secure and confident as as it goes on, but you'll never feel fully ready for that that stage or, you know, that child in that stage. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I'm curious, how was your uh, connection to your mom? Um, I feel like my mom is like super mom. Mm. Um, she worked, but she always made time for us. And um, we had like a really deep connection. There was a lot of hugging and and love. And um, that's sort of been a theme of motherhood for me is like, I can't, I feel like I can't do <laughs> all that she did. Yeah. You know, I can't yeah. live up to her. Okay. Okay. You, you don't have to be your mom in motherhood. Yeah, I can't be. My kids are really different from yeah. me and my sisters. Yeah. And And I think you probably idealized your mom coming from a child perspective, Mm -hmm. but my guess, uh, having worked with hundreds and hundreds of women, your mom had struggles that you didn't know about. Yeah. And I know she had struggles I did know about too. Mm, Okay. Okay. I have to keep that perspective of, you know, mom wasn't happy a hundred percent of the time trying to figure it out too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So kind of having a more realistic view of your mom instead of an idealized, like, oh, she was, you know, just perfect at everything. It's like, eh, she probably wasn't, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm sure if I asked her, she wouldn't she wouldn't agree. But yeah. But it sounds like what you learned from your mom is something that's really important. And that's the importance of the emotional connection with your kids. Yeah. And that can happen if you're working, if you're full-time at home, if you, you know, whatever, you can have that connection with your child. And some kids are going to be harder to connect with than others. Yeah. Yeah, that hits a little. I think that's part of it is that um, I have to work really hard to connect Mm -hmm. with my kids in the way that my mom connected with us. Yeah. Yeah. And your hardest kids, you will learn the most from. And unfortunately, that is just a truth of parenthood. Yeah. So, So if you think about the goal is to grow as a person through this experience of motherhood, it's not to be the perfect mom. Yeah, that that makes me feel that peace that I'm looking for to think of it that way. Because mm-hmm. I I guess there's just pressure to to do it right and not mess my kids up too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just I just tell my kids, you have an unlimited therapy fund. Even when you're an adult, we'll pay for your therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> you know, because you will mess up your kids unintentionally. Yeah. Because you're trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. And so like just love fiercely and and do your very do your very best. Yeah. I think I'm doing that. I feel Good. pretty confident about that. <laughs> Good. Then that's really all you can do. Yeah. Is just love them and and be open to learning and growing as a human being. I just have to keep telling myself I'm I'm good enough. I'm doing enough. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. And really, kids don't need a perfect mom. That would actually be a huge burden because then they would have to be perfect. Yeah. Right. They need a real, (laughs) they need a real mom, Kelsey, like a genuine mom that has all of her emotions and has <laughs> her own dreams and, you know, and loves them. Yeah, well, I think I can strive to be that. I, can I think you can. <laughs> I think you can too. I well, appreciate that. It seems like you're feeling less burdened as I look at you as we're yes. talking. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am. I really like the idea of per, like taking the perspective that this is a growth journey for me mm-hmm. and not just a responsibility to them. Um, right. That helps me to, you know, realize like if I have mistakes or things like that or missed opportunities that then I'm still learning. So right. the goal right. is being met. <laughs> yes, right. And it just changes it. Like my job is to grow here and to help them grow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, and you can do that and you're doing that. Yeah. And then I also want to remind you to put your arms around all the emotions about kind of leaving this phase and the fact that you didn't have the kind of birth experiences that you had hoped for and that that's okay to be sad about it. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one to remember for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Has this been helpful for you? Definitely. Yeah, I think so. I, I, like you said, I feel unburdened and good. I think I can do the, there's doable things here. <laughs> my good. Perspective a little bit. <laughs> Good. I I hope it's helpful. And I think you are, I think you're doing, doing great, like way better than you think you are. I appreciate that. That's sort of the theme I think 
that's a thought I have a lot is yeah. not thinking I'm doing as good as I'm like, it's okay. I'm yeah. enough. You're, you're doing great. Like you're, you're feeling your feelings. You're, you're dedicated to getting your kids help to help them grow. So it's about you and your kids and, and your partner, if you have one growing, growing through this life together. That's, that's the goal. I love that. I think that's really beautiful. Good, good. Feels more doable than being perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfection's yeah, overrated, I hear. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't know, but. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for spending this time with me today. I think a lot of women who are moms will really relate to kind of the grief and also the the high expectations that are kind of unrealistic and and letting go of that and kind of framing it in a more realistic way. I hope so. Thank you so much. Thank you again, Kelsey. Hi, friends. Have you ever thought of working with me as your personal coach? Well, I have a couple of openings for women in Utah or virtually all across the globe, and I would love to work with you. I'm a licensed therapist, and I've been specializing in women's emotional health and relationships for nearly 30 years, and I've transitioned to doing personal coaching. I love it, and I'm excited to work with you. I help women making career and life decisions, communication training, moving on after children have moved out of the home or after divorce, finding your passion in life, or creating partnership in your marriage and family. I also work a lot with faith transitions and mixed faith marriages. I'm confident that I can help you create the life you love. I can't wait to work with you. And you can use code 150OFF for $150 off priority coaching with me. Go to drjuliehanks.com slash coaching or email hello at drjuliehanks.com for more information. Again, that code is 150, so 150 off, O-F-F. talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question. Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.